Welcome everyone to the MCU pod, your Marvel Cinematic Universe companion podcast. I'm Grant Davis, your host, and alongside me is my co-host. Hey, it's Mike Moody Garcia, and I'm about to choke. I just took a big swig of coffee and now I'm coughing. Guys, it's a loose hang. (laughs) It's a loose hang. It's a loose hang. Um, And uh, we are excited to be joined by our good buddy, and indie comic artist Will Cardini. Hello, everybody. Glad Will, to be here. That's a that's a pretty tight painting you have behind you there. Thank you. It's a it's a Will Cardini original. Ah. But ironically, I was just ask, who painted that? Yeah. yeah. How did that end up in the background of this podcast? Oh wow! <laughs> just is that a coincidence? Is that an ice tag I see. Are you just marketing <laughs> yourself right now? Yeah, you know. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So typically. Um, if you guys are tuning in right now, typically you're like, what's going on? Aren't you guys a Friday night podcast? Yes. But had to bug up my ass. I felt like, oh, I just want to go ahead and uh, talk about some other stuff. MCU tonight. And I, I, I wrangled up the crew and you guys were uh, thankfully available and willing to shit with me about some MCU products coming up. Product projects. Are we um, talking about drugs that they use in the MCU? MCU product? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That patented MCU cocaine. Tony Stark knows all about that. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had like only one movie where he had a drinking problem. Kinda. They seem to not really want to embrace that uh Tony was a raging alcoholic. They they <laughs> went further with Thor having a, a drinking problem in in uh Endgame than I think they ever really did with Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about Thor's coffee drinking problem, where he just (laughs) swigs the coffee and slams it on the ground and says, another, inside of a crowded restaurant, scaring So rude. So rude. They're they're awful people. Yeah. (laughs) I saw a tweet today that, I I don't know who who tweeted it, but it was like, if the Avengers were alive today or they were real, we would all hate them. It's like, okay, no context to the tweet, but I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think so? I mean, I bet like certain ones would be cool and yeah. would be like, yeah, Ant-Man's kind of cool. <laughs> I get it. Every time that guy gives an interview, he, he seems just like that Paul Rudd guy. He's just so likable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's other ones where I'd be like, Hawkeye, go to hell. Go to hell, Hawkeye. You and your arrow. Arrow, man. Get out of here. Yeah, um, go flip some houses. <laughs> uh, folks, yeah, we're going to be talking about a few of the upcoming projects on the MCU slate. Now that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, AKA Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the TV series is complete and we don't have anything weekly to talk about. It looks like our next TV um, TV series that we're going to be able to be talking about weekly is going to be Loki, Loki. which is coming out June 11th. So we got another whole month before that. In addition, we also have the Black Widow movie coming out um, July 9th, so also a little bit down the road. But we also just got the trailer for the Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings movie, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I think there's been disputes on how to properly pronounce it. Uh, Shang-Chi, which is going to be coming out September 3rd. So we got a bunch of uh, good stuff to kind of dive through and check out, see what we're thinking about all that. Before we get into all of that, I did want to just go ahead and say, hey, if you guys are tuning in right now and watching us over on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. You can find us over at YouTube.com slash MCU pod. And there you can uh, subscribe to us. And we'd love to have you guys following us. I see some people are talking about Modoc. I don't know because that trailer. Hmm. That trailer <laughs> looks awesome. Does it? It looks so funny. Yeah. It looks hilarious. It looks really that... funny. I know when I saw it, I'm like, everyone is going to hate this. Everyone <laughs> being. Uh, uh, re- well, you, you muted yourself. Oh. I'm saying I'm thinking that he, you were saying Randy. Randy was gonna hate it. Uh, you're muted again. What's going on? We can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me, Will? Yes, I can hear okay. you. I okay. cannot hear Mike either. 
right. but uh Mike, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that Randy's hate of Modoc was legendary. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you're there you are. All right. Um I don't know, it just seemed kind of like a the kind of trailer that would bait fanboys since it's such a uh it's such a different idea for Modoc than what we've seen in the comics. Uh, but it just looks like life. a funny show. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not play Modoc for laughs, though? I mean, just, you know, the whole character design is a joke. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, in, in addition, um, if you guys are not watching us over on YouTube, you can listen to this podcast. We do put this podcast up on all streaming or on all podcast platforms. You can go there and subscribe as well. And if you do it like on Apple, do us a favor. Go and uh, write a little, uh, write a little review. Give us that five stars. We would appreciate all of the support. Speaking of support, we are also a self-funded, independent little venture. We aren't peddling ads to you about mattresses or some other bullshit. But as a result, we could use financial support from you, and we're not asking a whole lot. But if you could chip in. Two bucks, five bucks, ten bucks a month. You can do that over at patreon.com slash MCU pod. And we appreciate all of that support from you guys. You're helping keep this little fun side project going. We um we don't actually make money off of this. It just kind of pays for the hosting and everything else. We lose but, money. But yeah, we do. <laughs> Currently we lose money. Yeah. But maybe someday, I don't know. Something something things could turn around. Um and on that note, yeah, I think we're ready to go ahead and dive into some of these shows. This is a loose hang, so um, I didn't do my normal prep <laughs> for this. I just woke up from a nap. Nice, nice. All I right. might still be napping. Are you real or are you a dream? I, I'm your dream. Yeah. On the other hand, I've been reading and summarizing Wikipedia articles for seven hours to get ready for this. So yes. watch out. I've All got right, some well, background ready to go. Well, I'm just going to have you take everything away. <laughs> You're just going to go ahead and lead this. I made yeah. a mistake. <laughs> no, <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> Fully taking over. Uh, so show. we're going to start with the trailer for Shang-Chi. I think I have this queued up here. Bear with me one more second. We're going to do one of the... We'll let it take full screen, and if we get pinged for it, we get pinged for it. Here we go. Are we talking over this? Yeah, we can talk. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be like a little glitchy. You know, like streaming this trailer here. I watched this a few times, and I like how colorful it is, because even though I love the MCU movies, a lot of them are pretty gray. Ten years yeah. of your life. And I love the pops, yeah. punch motion he does to that break. Yeah. And where did that get you? And I'm here for Aquafina and her I smoked ten thousand cigarettes in my life voice. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. You walked in my shadow. And we're getting the real Mandarin. I the real Mandarin? And I can't tell if this is some sort of blood sport, Mortal Kombat kind of thing going on. Yeah, there's got to be a tournament. There was no tournament in the new Mortal Kombat movie, so there has to be a tournament in in this movie. Rings and rings. Wirefu. You can't outrun. You really are. That's the move. Oh yeah, this movie is also speed. It's also, it's also what speed? Speed three. Yeah, it's wirefu, it's MCU, and it's speed three. All great things. And there's an ad for the incredible MCU that time forgot. 
get us back on screen here. Um, all right. So that was a pretty fun trailer. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and cue us for some snap judgments. Uh, Mike, you want to take it away? You want to tell us your snap judgments on this? Yeah, I'm coming into this as um, someone who doesn't know anything about this character, really anything about the cast or the story. Um, I haven't really been a huge comics reader in a long time, and I have maybe my three or four books that I stick to, so I haven't mm-hmm. read a lot of Shang-Chi at all or really researched the character. But just from a uh action movie fan standpoint this looks really fun and it looks like a great summer movie like when is this coming out is it summer uh september 3rd technically summer technically yeah (laughs) in in texas uh yeah summer all year so i mean it looks like a blast it's so colorful and the wire food looks great and i like the mix of modern cityscape kind of rumble in the bronx type action along with this sweeping panoramic um you know period piece action and from what i understand um this is just going to be like one of the biggest stunt heavy marvel movies we've ever seen and we're going to get an origin for the actual mandarin and oh no (laughs) and hopefully it'll wipe away all of the the bad memories we have about Iron Fist. <laughs> Never forget Iron Fist. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet. Uh, Finn, whatever his name is. Oh man, that's awful. Um, Will, what are your what are your snap judgments on this? And uh, if any of you watching, give us your snap judgments as well. I agree with Mike that I think it looks like an exciting action movie. Uh, I also wasn't familiar with the character from the comics. I, but when I was reading Wikipedia for seven hours today, I saw that Shang-Chi was created by Jim Starlin and Steve Englehart. And they're two of my favorite creators. Steve Englehart is a writer who created Mantis and a bunch of other characters. And then, and he wrote Silver Surfer for about 30 issues in the 80s, early 90s. And then Jim Starlin, as you know, he created Thanos and He's a writer artist and he was just the artist on this one, but I really like his 70s style art. So now I kind of want to check out the comics, uh, but I think the movie looks interesting. I'm just worried. I'm worried about the Mandarin. I was worried about the Mandarin when I saw he was going to be in Iron Man 3 and I'm, I liked what they did with it. And I'm just worried about how they're going to handle it in this movie because that character originally uh, was pretty, was a racist stereotype. And so I just want to, I hope that they handle that with some sensitivity, but we'll see. And even Shang-Chi was originally the son of Fu Manchu, who's a similar racist stereotype to uh, the Mandarin. So I just feel like there's a lot of problematic elements there and I hope they handle it well, but I'm kind of skeptical. Damned if you do, damned if you also do, apparently. For them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting, though, because, you know, seeing um, seeing him, uh, uh, the Mandarin, chilling here i like the idea that they've already established that this character exists as this uh threat even from the very first um iron man movie with him dealing with the 10 rings and uh one of the other uh operatives one of the rings of that network criminal network um being the person who captured iron man and or tony stark and eventually you know made him (laughs) who he is uh as iron man now he's dead. I shouldn't shouldn't have said that. Uh, but I think that, you know, returning to that character and then kind of having this underground criminal organization, this resistance of this uh, of um, of Shang-Chi to, you know, taking over 
the the criminal empire from his father and then ultimately you know defying him and becoming a hero is you know it's an awesome it's an awesome way to to approach that story and it does look like there's a little bit of a, a Shang Tsung kind of Mortal Kombat thing going on in this movie with all these different villains coming to this gladiator ring and and fighting it it also has kind of this this echo of um of what was going on in, in Black Panther with um, the, the different uh, tribes coming in to uh, see who would take on the throne. It's, it was in a foregone conclusion that the son gets um, to take over uh, T'Challa's doesn't get to automatically take over. He has to fight and earn it without powers. Um, and it, it's, it feels like there's a little bit of that that might be going on here as well. This, this um, you've, you've trained but do you fully have the the capabilities? I don't know. Everything I'm seeing about this, it looks awesome. And the fact that Mortal Kombat came out this weekend and a lot of people are kind of meh on it, it seems like, oh, that's good for this because this one might actually deliver on on the Bloodsport promise. Yeah, I feel like this is going to gonna deliver everything the Mortal Kombat movie promise. And I enjoyed the Mortal Kombat movie for what it was. It was pretty fun, but this since it's marvel since it's marvel invests so much in in quality behind the scenes talent and great writers uh visionary directors we might actually get smart funny dialogue in this movie uh we might actually get a story that is emotionally compelling along with all the other really fun stuff you would get from a big budget like crazy action movie like mortal kombat the tournaments, the fights, the wire foo. Um, the only thing this might be missing if we're comparing the two is something like Kano shoving his hand inside someone else's body and ripping out their heart uh, while it still pumps. You know, we'll we might see. not get that. We'll see. Yeah, I never know. That level of violence. I'm not <laughs> expecting. <laughs> I, I feel like they've gotten a little bit more violent and a little edgier, uh, especially with like what they've been doing with the TV shows as well. So we'll see um there seems to be like some magical elements that they're they're incorporating into here with these like i don't know these these flying tiger dog thingies are here um but it also kind of reminds me a little bit of 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 what was going on with dr strange and it's it's exciting if we have a movie that suddenly is taking all these kind of different ideas and and fusing them together into the world that that Shang-Chi Shang-Chi is operating in. I'm definitely a big fan for any kind of like mysticism magic plus sci-fi melding. And I could see this going in that direction. I definitely want to see more of whatever this crazy animal is in the trailer. And in the in the comics the 10 rings were alien tech that the mandarin had uh stolen and modified from a shipwreck and so i'm kind of wondering if they'll go a magic direction with it or some kind of alien sci-fi tech with it it's be one of the big three well that's what we right. know yep yep <laughs> um let's uh I, we got a couple comments here from other people their snap judgments that psycho reviewer says i want to see a scene where the mandalorian reveals he's actually an actor uh do you mean the mandarin <laughs> or are we <laughs> the <awesome>? mandalorian <laughs> is he, is he pedro, pedro pascal's in this movie uh that's oh, yeah. gonna be awesome uh kern says not to be a downer but i'm wondering if the anti-asian sentiment that's out there will impact the box office in the u.s mm. <clears throat> i mean i I doubt that it's that. I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really hard to predict what's going to go on on a cultural level like this. I, you I know think after that... everything we've been through, it's so hard to predict what's going to happen. But uh, I will say, it feels like this is a movie that I think people are going to get behind and and celebrate. Not only because does it feel like the first big fun blockbuster that we might all be able to go out to the theaters and see um, if things are safe, if we're all vaccinated. But it, it, it also is 
um, seems to be celebrating so many aspects of of the culture it's representing, uh, similar to Black Panther, and people just champion the hell out of that movie. Yeah, I, I there's the shitty vocal contingent that you know always talk shit about certain um more progressive decisions that are made in, in these franchises like you know even like um Idris Elba playing Heimdall like people were flipping their shit and then everyone loved the movie and like went to see it and those voices quelled you know like people just kind of shut them out and ignored them um and i'm hoping that's just going to be the kind of the same thing here you know the these these shitty bigots that are out there i hope um uh Everyone else just is like, yeah, fuck off. We're not listening to you. And because this looks awesome. This just looks like it, it has this kind. I, I keep I keep going back to Bloodsport, but it totally has this vibe for me that like has this little tinge of like 80s nostalgia for um, like uh, Kung Fu action movies as well that, that I love seeing as a kid. And hmm, I don't know. I'm excited for that. That's what I'm saying. Like the, it has a mix of that Rumble in the Bronx spirit, that Jackie mm. Chan spirit, but also, um, you know, the more elegant wire foo stuff you see in, in the Crouchy Tiger movies. Um, well, Morris says uh, I could watch that trailer another five times. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and play it a few more times for you guys. Let's say we have time to play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pat this out. Well, that's all we're going to do. Uh, yeah, but overall, I we have a lot of time to see what else they're going to kind of do with this movie and how I am interested to see how they incorporate other already established, um, characters and franchises into this. Cause you know, everyone like, like they love the cameos. They're going to have some other people drop in. Um, but I, I'm not sure who would it be? Dr. Strange feels like Dr. Strange. I got paired up with uh Wanda from Wanda vision. So, he may he may already be betrothed to that other property. You you mentioned Doctor Strange and seeing all these warriors in this trailer lined up and doing all this mystical stuff reminds me of when we see all of the uh, the sorcerers in Endgame and they're like projecting shields to to help everybody and to you know all the falling debris they're protecting all the heroes and this movie seems like we might just get a whole bunch more of random like super powered like guys who can do stuff like that so next time there's a big all-out battle we'll have the uh um the sorcerers and these warriors doing all kinds of mystical shit to help everybody during during those big battles Is that you know what i mean yeah um the uh <laughs> i was pulling up this shot right here because there's this dude who i guess his name is razor fist or some shit is that right <laughs> Something like that. He he looks so bad in the comics. It's so ridiculous. Razor fist. Um, I don't know if that's gonna be awful, but if it reminds me of Taserface from Guardians of the Galaxy, this <laughs> this corny razor fist. Here we are. Look at that guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's also this other. Um, it looks like the Snap-on guy from. Um... What's that Martin Short movie? Inner Space. Oh, the guy who would just snap on random things on his hand and torture Martin Short. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like a He-Man character. Um, and then we have this character here who does seem to have the rings on the wrist and oh, I... the mask. Do you do you have any insight into what this is, Will? I did not realize that these were the same characters. I thought that that was. Oh, maybe it's not the same character. But now that I'm looking at this, you can kind of see the fabric on the shirt maybe match, but the the material looks different. Because right, I think the, the blue up here looks kind of plasticky, where this right. weave over on here. Yeah, I mean, my interpretation of this is that this is either Shang Chi or his father wielding the Ten Rings in battle. Ooh. And okay, are you a little bit more familiar with it, Will? Um, like the Ten Rings and. Like they're the just like you're able to wield. I don't I don't have them all memorized. It's just like kind of I think it's different elemental powers and each ring is a different element or something like that. That would make OK, because that, that would make sense with this other scene here um, that we see 
where all of a sudden water's slowing down around him. And I was like, are you a waterbender? What's going on with this thing? Oh, man. Because I do like that. I do like that the rings are bracelets and not actual rings you put on your finger because that would be too much like the infinity glove, you know, the gauntlet. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. The rings, the way they did the rings in that one shot, they look really cool. Yeah. I'll go back to it here. Uh, Yeah. I was curious who this other character is and um, we'll see if uh, anyone. Oh, um, it's apparently uh, Drago Jr. Thank you. (laughs) 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 That can't be right. Uh, That, that psycho reviewer says, um, I need to see blood on that white mask. Uh, you need to give a character an action and pure white. You don't give a character in a movie a, a pure white mask and not put a little bit of blood in it. Um, yeah, that might happen. I don't know what's going on there. Or a red One... salt like in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That was good. That The visual of that was so good. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Shang-Chi does have a sister. So maybe it's... this is his sister and maybe... Aquafina is his sister. The whatever character she plays, you know, she plays Katie. Oh, okay, all right. And I'm thinking just the fact that his name is Shang Chi and her name is Katie, they might not be related. Yeah, I mean, at least according to the rule of um, I I name my kids pretty similarly, <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's my assumption. Uh, I could be off base. So. I'm not a dad. I can't comment. Could be a pseudonym. Yeah. Um, we got one more snap judgment here from that second reviewer, uh, says my issue with the 10 rings or whatever, will it be too similar to the infinity stones? I mean, I, yeah, I'm kind of in the camp of, um, you can't, I, I think that, uh, Shang-Chi needs to have some other ability that elevates him above just a, a street brawler, you know, um, someone who's able to um, get in fist fights here because there are cosmic things afoot and there are um, enemies uh, uh, in the spiritual realm as well that are going to need someone who has more abilities that they're able to kind of capitalize on. So if that's um, being able to master elements or something like that, that'd be pretty sweet. I heard the Wakandans are building him a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I didn't get your thoughts um, on you know the finale of of oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier. What do you think? I love this series as a whole. I think that I enjoyed lots lots of the finale, especially the stuff with um, with Isaiah Bradley, mm. and and that whole sentiment was great. But yeah, I think we're seeing we've seen two Marvel um, Disney Plus shows and. We've seen the issue that happens in some of the movies crop up on these shows where they get to the final act. It's just a lot of race to the finish, punchy, punchy, and not a lot of pathos or real drama. And a lot of it feels manufactured and really predictable. Um, You know, I think maybe we'll see something different in Loki since that looks pretty wild and experimental, I'm hoping. Uh, but overall, I, I love the series, and I'm looking forward to Cap 4. And I love seeing Sam don those colors, even though I was kind of iffy on on the style of the, the comic book accurate suit. Maybe we need something a little that translates to the screen and to, quote-unquote, the, the more grounded MCU a little better. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. I enjoyed it. And I'm here for Sam. I'm here for more Bucky. And... Um, maybe Sharon's a scroll. I don't really care. <laughs> She's yeah. Mephisto. Right. Always Mephisto. Well, I thought the boat was Mephisto. You know, Mephisto can divide his being, I'm sure. I'm not worried about it. Not worried. Uh, well, on that note, let's go ahead and move over to talking about Black Widow. I think I got this one queued up and ready to go. We're going to watch the trailer real quick. People, my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're gonna wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. 
before I was an Avenger. I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies. Oh, Taserface is in this movie too? <laughs> I was going to say that, like, Taskmaster seems like a similar level of goofy. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Enough. We have to go back to where it all started. So they never do that to anyone again. We're a family. We fight with you. You won't win. I've always found it best. I am loving this music. Okay, you got a plan or shall I just stay dug and cover? My plan was to drive us away. Well, your plan sucks. <laughs> At some point, we all have to choose between what the world wants you to be and who you are. I need my choice. I'm done running. Here's what's gonna happen. Natasha, don't slouch. I'm not slouching. You're going to get the big crunch. You listen to your mother. Oh my God, this- up, up, All right, enough, all of you. I didn't say anything. That's not fair. Oh, family. Oh, boy. I like, I like that we watched this trailer because I watched two other trailers today, neither of which was this one. Same. Oh, yeah. I, same. I get so confused with like trailer, teaser, number one, number two, full. Is, is there um, a code? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I think they'll. I probably pulled up a. Uh, I pulled up one from March 9th of 2020. So this was probably uh, one of the first earlier ones. Uh, my bad. But well, I'm not going to show another one. So we're going to talk about it based on this. Uh, I'll go first. And uh, you in the comments, you can give us your snap judgments as well. I thought I, I'm, I'm really excited for this one because the character of Black Widow has seemed very very distant, very um, isolated and just like a complete loner. And here we're seeing the opposite, this, this family dynamic. She clearly has um, a mother, a father, a sister that, that are all um, fighter brawler type people um, that have a shared traumatic background, but they're all going to work together in this situation to uh, kind of take down this industry that uh, exploited her in her youth, it seems like, and uh, made her into the Black Widow and then did the same thing to her sister. Uh, according to IMDb's little uh, mini synopsis, it says, a film about Natasha Romanoff and her quest between the film Civil War and Infinity War. Not very helpful. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that the cast looks great and the action is really cool. Um, Taskmaster, I'm not sure who is playing that character because it looks like they're not listed still on on uh, IMDb yet. So I'm I'm guessing it's some sort of uh, secret twist. But it looks cool. It looks like a fun action movie. Even even though I know that she's going to survive by the end, I don't know how uh, this is going to affect the rest of her family and if she's going to have more trauma of other people dying. You know, um, Will, what do you think? I think it's interesting your interpretation of what's going to happen because from the trailer I watched, there is some line where uh, Black Widow says something like it wasn't even real. And then her sister says it felt real to me. And I immediately went to this is all a fake family that the Russian spy agency put together to train them. And basically, she's gonna have to fight her family for some reason. Oh, like um, like the the Americans or something. You ever see that show? 
And the, just the first season. The fake, like the people that are just kind of paired up and they're right. not yes. really. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that'd be also this other level of, of kind of tragic. I, like every time we get a little more, more glimpses of Black Widow's history, it just seems so sad, so bleak. Um, yeah, Mike, what do you think? Much. I think it looks like fun. I, uh, watching the this is like the third trailer I've seen for it, and it all feels like it's going to be some Jason Bourne level action with um, an MCU budget. And I'm also getting a, a very Winter Soldier vibe in mm. terms of the uh, the political intrigue and the and the spy thriller. Um, but it looks like a blast, and I think everybody, everyone in that cast is is a list. They're all great. Right. Um, like somebody in the in the chat says that Eddie Murphy is playing the Taskmaster. Can't wait for that. That's going to be great. I, I think I would be a little bit disappointed with that. <laughs> From Donkey um, to Taskmaster. Um, Will Morris does say Black Widow looks like uh, by the numbers as... Uh, I think the trailer... Like Florence Pugh. I, I think the trailer is looking a little by the numbers, but I think, um, you know, if we're thinking about trailers for Winter Soldier, tra I mean, trailers lie. They're going to make this look like a bland action movie starring Scarlett Johansson, but we've come to expect something a little deeper from the MCU. Something that has a lot of twists. Like, well, you mentioned we might have that family twist, which would be interesting. There's going to be there's going to be something more than just like explosions and Scarlett Johansson high kicking in, in this movie. It's going to be worth watching. Shul says looks like fun, but is it Fast and Furious fun? See, I that's mean, the thing. The like, her story <laughs> is so dark, and the more we learn about it, um, it like you said, Grant, it gets sadder and sadder. But the movie also looks like it has some fun characters with the dad and the mom, and it looks like it might be a blast. I mean, that music was melancholy. I think for me, seeing um, Florence Pugh, who's playing her sister in that, mm -hmm. just reminds me of the movie Midsommar, and I get so sad. Good. Right. Too. It's it's a great movie. Not an uplifting movie necessarily. Well, you know. depends on your perspective, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited to see her because I thought she was so good in that. So right. seeing her in the trailer makes me think I'll at least enjoy whatever she's got going on. But yeah. David Harbour looks like he's gonna give us lots of laughs. Uh and we know he can do anything. And Rachel Weiss looks like she's playing a pretty fun, dynamic character, too. And Ray Winstone is in this movie. That guy's fun. Why do I know Ray Winstone? Like, the name is super familiar. William Hurt as well. Well, wow. uh, Ray Winstone, he was in the he was uh, in that terrible Beowulf movie. That they made a few years ago. <laughs> wow. Uh, sexy Beast. He's the main guy in Sexy Beast. I never saw Sexy Beast, oh, but the, dude, guy, the guy's name is so familiar. Um, yeah, a, a few more of your snap judgments. That second like reviewer says, out of all the upcoming stuff, this is the one I'm looking forward to the least, to be honest. Still going to watch it, though. Um, fair enough. Kern says, it's the post-pandemic summer blockbuster that we need. You know, this should, they should have thrown us a bone and put this out during that awful pandemic because this movie's been done and like shelved for a long time so it was a dick Over move a of them. um you know take let me watch it at home and let, let us feel better that we get to have a marvel movie last year Jeez. yeah selfish jerks <laughs> um i'm gonna add some photos here we can look at i think just seeing uh him all scraggly and trying to fit into his his red Russian version of like a Captain America outfit is great. <laughs> um, I like David Harbour a lot. Yeah, he's good. Um, Taskmaster. Do either of you know much about Taskmaster? I don't. I'm not really familiar. I follow this uh, illustrator on Twitter named Kim Hu, and she is the number one Taskmaster stan and is always posting like all her warm up drawings are sexy drawings of Taskmaster. Okay. So I feel like he's got some kind of uh, fandom 
going on around him. I and I think part of it is just the cheese of his normal outfit where he's got like a skull and a cloak, but he's like a spy guy with a sword or something like that. I don't know. So I think it could be interesting. Yeah. What, who is like, what is, does he have a power or something? Yeah. Also the fact that they're, they're keeping it hush hush who the actor is playing it, I think is intriguing to me. I think his main superpower is a tight butt. Tight butt. <laughs> oh, that's Russia's ass. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would say this wasn't necessarily my top most anticipated, but still, you know, any any Marvel movie I'm excited for, personally. Don't get ahead of yourself there, Grant. Um, this looks like she's talking to Captain America here, <laughs> right? Well, what's going on with this, like, blue and red and white and gray outfit here? Looks like John Walker. Yeah, a little bit John Walker, but I they can't do that. No. I thought there was a scene where Red Shield is like throwing something at a guy dressed up like a, a fake Captain America, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um I don't I mean like like uh, as mentioning before, this takes pa- place in the past. We already know what becomes of um, Natasha Romanoff eventually sacrificing herself and entering the um, eternal soulstone purgatory or whatever this place is. So uh, it it does seem like there's it's still going to be kind of tragic, I guess. There's this no matter how this shakes out for her, we know her her final destiny is also going to be sad. <laughs> So I don't know, but it seems like there's going to be a pick me up at the end with uh, Florence Pugh potentially owning the moniker of the Black Widow and becoming our new Black Widow. Mm. Uh, you know, that'd I, be I cool. That. That'd be cool. Yeah. Also, are meta meta textual spoilers allowed in the MCU pod? Yes. Like, so I read oh, an an interview with Julia Louis Dreyfus after. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and apparently her MCU debut was supposed to be in Black Widow. Oh, that is interesting. That is John Walker. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Uh, Also, um, I, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler, but we do have the last clip here from Black Widow. I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys for a second here. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> I love it so much. I love that so much. <laughs> I love it because he dances like me. Yeah, I'm in the club. <laughs> uh, it's so, so ridiculous. All right, we got one last one um, to discuss. And that is going to be our little pal Loki, and you have to give me a second and you guys talk about your anticipation for Loki while I pull this up. <laughs> I I was not expecting um, uh, Owen Wilson to be in this show. No. no and I think it's either. great. He's, he seems like he's playing a very, like, he, first of all, he doesn't look like himself, so he's actually <laughs> acting and playing an interesting character, which would be great, and I think that's going to be a pretty good um, Wow, harsh. 48 hours type vibe they have going on. Yeah, the show. I'm really. I was stoked for this from the synopsis. So, yeah, um, hit us up as we're watching this, uh, folks that are watching right now, with your snap judgments. I'm gonna go ahead and hit play. I know what this place is. Timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Always the asshole. Metaphor guy. (laughs) Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. (laughs) Roasted. 
Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. A little Brazil vibe here. Yeah. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki. That jacket he has on, there's a point here where we see the back of it. It says very. Yeah, there we go. Just to remind us that this isn't Loki Prime. Right. This is a variant. I think that's going to be. Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. A big through line for the character here. I think it tells us a lot about the multiverse, too, that there's a prime and variance, you know? I'm 10 steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Loki, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. I'd never do it again. <laughs> That's a good time. It looks super fun. Um, Mike, give us your snap judgment on that. Um, I think this is the one I'm really excited for out of all these three. Not only because I get to, you know, watch it at home, my underwear, which would be great. Um, I guess we can do that for Black Widow, too. Um, but I feel like this is the, the Marvel series that is going to not lead us to a final act where it's so predictable and punchy-punchy. And I feel like that with the character of Loki, especially this being the variant of Loki, it's really going to rest on his emotional journey in terms of figuring out who he is and who he wants to be, uh, which I, throughout the entire uh, first couple of phases of MCU, I always found really compelling because, you know, is Loki a hero? Is Loki a villain? Is he somewhere in the middle? Can you trust him? Um, and Tom Hiddleston's performance can play the range of that so well. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. But also the the world behind the world that they're building here. Uh, Will, you mentioned it has tones of Brazil, things like that. That's just a great idea. And if anyone's going to put that on screen in modern day and make it fun and funny and exciting, it's going to be Marvel. So right. I'm here for it. Yeah. Will, what are you thinking? Of the three Disney Plus TV shows that were announced, this is probably the one that I was most excited about. And the trailer definitely pumps me up even more. I don't remember if there's this kind of like time variant squad in the comics, but y'all do the Star Trek pod too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a similar uh, organization or agency, however you want to put it, in the Star Trek universe. And those episodes of Star Trek are probably the best, or they can be. Yeah, they're pretty uh, good. So I'm looking forward to, I love time travel shenanigans. Loki's probably my favorite villain in the MCU, like tied with Thanos. So I'm definitely super stoked about this. Um, tied with Thanos and then tied with this guy. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. He was in prison for so long and then just gets out and he's just like, I'm going to hit up the middle of the dance floor at this this Madripoor party, and I'm just going to live it up. <laughs> well, it, is Zemo a villain, or is he my bro? I, I don't know. Uh, he's also one of the like favorite villains now, these, these uh, anti-hero characters that you're like, okay, they can work alongside sometimes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's such a shame that they killed off um, Killmonger, too, because I thought, like, extremely charming fun character wish he could still be around and um show the you know lighthearted, more comedic side when the situation isn't something he's necessarily uh you know at odds with the heroes about 
Um, yeah, but as far as this show, dude, it looks super cool. I'm getting some weird like Hannibal vibes going on here. I don't know why I keep thinking Hannibal, but um, I think just like visually, there's like so much to just kind of feast on. It seems um, almost operatic at times. And the idea that like this is the Loki that was still the villain before he had his turn and his, his arc and kind of return to uh, being a little bit of a hero alongside um, Thor in Ragnarok. This is the Loki that picked up the, the cube in 2012 um, right after uh, the attack on New York. He's a bad guy who does stab people in the back and hasn't had that redemption arc yet. The one who had the redemption arc died. Thanos killed him. So this one has to go through his own kind of experiences. And we, the audience still remember the other Loki. And we're so like, we're kind of rooting for him to be like that one, but he's going to be a little bit scummy, I guess. It, it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gamora's sister. Uh, Nebula. 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 Like her. She went mm-hmm. through kind of a very similar arc, right? Like, yeah. And she... how satisfying was that? Was that arc? I mean, we're going to see something like that play out here with Loki, even though we've already seen it, but we're going to see it in in a much different way because these are much more stressful circumstances that he's in. It seems like, and it's going to be a series. And I think we're going to have that emotional journey and that rewarding thing where we see Loki develop into more of a less of a villain and more of a three dimensional character again, but in a whole new way. And with with all this multiverse madness wrapped around him, that's just going to make it a lot more fun. Right. I love in this graphic here, we see this branching off timeline, which completely reminds me of um, in um Endgame was the Endgame, yeah, in Endgame, um, when yeah. Hulk goes to the Ancient One to Tilda Swinton, it was like, "I need that, I need the Green Stone from you," and she she shows, "Here's our timeline, here's the branching off that's going to happen if once you take this." And it seems like this whole organization is about. There's lots of instances, not just of taking the Time Stone, <laughs> you know, that branch off into awful uh timelines and they're in charge of quantum leap cleaning stuff up and in fact we get this really cool um scene where let me see if i got i grabbed the screenshot for it uh did i not yeah right there uh where he's on the plane here and he's db cooper that's totally who he is right there he's he is db cooper the guy who mysteriously uh, grabbed the money and and jumped out of the plane with a whole bunch of money and then disappeared forever and no one ever found this guy <laughs> that's him <laughs> so i'm like oh that's great i love how they they tied him into some like real historical mystery um uh, yeah the whole thing looks super cool uh, we got some we got some snap judgments from y'all uh will morris says um so that's what a good mcu show looks like and uh, is, uh, looks bonkers in the best way. A psycho reviewer says, I want Loki to end with Loki breaking the fourth wall and saying, okay, you guys, go watch the other stuff. We own you. <laughs> um, Obviously. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, only Deadpool's allowed to do that. Um, Kern says, this is the TV show I've been most anticipating. While Thor was the main act in his movies, the reality is Loki stole the show whenever he was on screen. Yeah, agreed. And Kung also mentions the uh, trial and tribulations episode in Deep Space Nine, which is exactly what I was thinking of when I was talking about that in Star Trek. Yeah, great episode. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, Um, and then uh, Takako says, "And to think that Tom Hiddleston auditioned for Thor and got as far as camera tests. Well, and (laughs) now he gets his own show. So take that, Thor." Do we think Thor is going to show up in this? I don't. I this if this show is dealing with temporal anomalies, this is going to allow them to be extremely playful with having all sorts of cameos if they want to uh, extend that arm. Uh, 
if they don't, we're going to get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Basically where they're not allowed to touch any cool characters and we're only dealing with these kind of little one-off subplots that, with a bunch of characters that we don't really care for. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's loaded with potential for that. And I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if what we're seeing in this um, this first trailer here is just a lot of clips from that very first episode, you know? Yeah, it seems like it it could be loaded with a lot of fun surprises. And this, why does this this particular graphic here look so familiar? Is this this is from the like, raid on the Capitol, right? <laughs> that's, that's what it is. This is yeah, Q Shaman, January sixth. No, but it also looks like was this pulled from like a comic illustration or something? Do you guys know? I've seen Loki illustrated in that stance with that grin a lot. Oh, with, with like a vote for horns. Loki kind of button going on here. I don't uh, remember yeah. any kind of vote for Loki plot line. Yeah, but... I don't know. Um, it I think seems... it just looks naturally iconic. I'm wondering what this whole thing is here, though, that, oh, vote Loki was a comic a few years ago. Hmm. Yeah, it feels familiar like they're pulling off of something, some other thing I've seen before. Yeah. They did a uh, a Zack Snyder and brought the page to life, <laughs> but hopefully made it good. I'm like Zack Snyder. Oh man, yeah, I don't want to hear Hallelujah playing over this. And absolutely, I love um, I love seeing Owen Wilson here. Do you think we're gonna get some good wows from him? <laughs> wow. Uh, Owen Wilson plays Mobius M. Mobius a member of the Time Variance Authority, a police organization that monitors the timeline. Hiddleston helped Wilson prepare for the role, explaining and showing him moments from the MCU, which Wilson felt was useful for him and with the moments when Mobius is interviewing Loki. Uh, interesting. Like, have uh, Is Mobius M. Mobius uh, a familiar name to you, Will? Well, there's Mobius, the Jean Girard, the famous French cartoonist. But not Mobius M. Mobius in Marvel. Uh, Mobius M. Mobius is a bureaucrat in middle management who attempted to discipline the Fantastic Four for violations of the TVA's laws, I guess, um, mm. in some other comics for for uh, the Time Variance Authority. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this... It would be great if we have a Marvel TV show that actually also manages to stick the landing. Yeah. yeah. That, those finales, they're trouble. Yeah. I don't think any of us were fully feeling um, these finales that we got for WandaVision or Falcon the Winter Soldier, despite the rest of the show being fantastic. And it feels either rushed or it's, designed by committee and ignoring um, all of the emotional um, development that went on through those series, you know, and I don't know what this one is going to be beyond uh, sort of a, uh, a spiritual um, reckoning and perhaps a little bit of a, a redemption arc for the Loki character and realizing, you know, he's this ultimate trickster, but maybe he can use his powers for good and um, find in himself a, a little bit of love for other people aside from himself. That that could be a good arc for Loki and a way to return him to the world of Thor and have them have those two characters reunite in a healthy manner. The uh, the showrunner. Well, Marvel doesn't really have showrunners for these Disney Plus series, but they have head writers. So the head writer of this show is best known for his writing on Rick and Morty. Mm. And he worked a lot with Dan Harmon. He worked on Community and Harmon Quest. So yeah, we're gonna get some we're gonna get some shenanigans here for sure. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very much looking forward to this one. I think oh. um what what's up? Hopefully no one goes crazy over some McDonald's chicken nugget sauce in the process. <laughs> Szechuan sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta have it. Uh, 
Well, do you guys have any other kind of thoughts on these last three shows um, before we kind of tie things up here? I feel like we have a pretty good slate coming down, and especially with with Loki and the other Disney Plus series that are going to come out, which we haven't seen trailers from, you know, like um, uh, Secret Invasion and um, there's one with Don Cheadle, right? I think it's Armor Armor Wars. Yeah. Like that. Armor yeah. Wars. What this if late? looks amazing too. Yeah. And I wonder how much what if is going mm-hmm. to also kind of be adjacent to what Loki is doing here. Right. So you got the what if Modoc, obviously. Uh, the slate looks good, man. It looks really good. Still, maybe it's just an embarrassment of riches. I I don't feel like I'm super pumped for any one of these the way I was pumped for like the first Avengers movie or Endgame, right? But th- I guess that makes sense. We're not at that level yet with this phase. Right. right? Yeah. A lot of these seem to be um, moving pieces into place and trying to pick up the pieces from everything that went into what Endgame was, um, which is, yeah, it's a lot of, you know, rebuilding that you have to do after you do some pretty cataclysmic events for, for the world and then kill yeah. off a lot of the main tentpole characters that were driving everything. It's like, oh, do you think that Benedict Cumberbatch um, can carry everything? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh, if like, him and Brie Larson are, are going to be the new leads of this universe. Speaking of Benedict Cumberbatch, the, uh, the head writer for Loki also wrote the next Doctor Strange movie. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye also. Who's uh, Hawkeye again? No one cares about Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Bishop. I'm looking forward to the new version. So, Oh, Takago says, I wonder if Owen Wilson spoke to Tom Hiddleston about Tom Hiddleston's impression of him. <laughs> I, get, I have yeah, not seen this. Oh, yeah. He did an impression of him. That has to be in the show, right? <laughs> it's going to happen. I, I just a little back and forth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Wow. Gee. Um, and yes, Shul, as long as Jeff Loeb doesn't get anywhere near this, uh, Jeff Loeb got to have all the other garbage products that Kevin Feige just pretended. Yeah. You go play in that sandbox. Um, not Canon. If any of the Jeff Loeb characters show up on any of these Disney plus shows, we got to go back to the hot quake. Yeah. For that episode, <laughs> hot quake <laughs> instead of the snap judgments, hot quake 100%. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, I never made something for hot quake, but maybe I'll have to put it together. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, can you remind people once again where they can find you, where they can follow you, where can they can check out your cool stuff? Thanks for having me. You can find me at hypercastle.com or on Twitter and Instagram at William Cardini. Here's my beautiful painting, by the yeah, way, beautiful product placement. <laughs> uh mike where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter at yeah. mike moody garcia uh <laughs> what's going on <laughs> i'm trying to do a thing yeah oh, okay. there it is. <laughs> it's like what are you doing <laughs> uh yeah follow me on twitter lots of fun star trek and mcu content um hot quake that is good um you guys can follow me at baron von grant once again i'd like to uh remind and encourage you guys to subscribe to us at youtube.com slash mcu pod and go ahead and uh write us a little five-star review over on apple podcasts tell your friends about us rally the troops support us at patreon.com slash mcu pod for two bucks five bucks or ten bucks a month and we do a little bonus exclusive content for you working on something for later this week for you fine folks that are already supporting us over there appreciate y'all and i think that's about it this was um this was kind of a spontaneous thing that i just wanted to do some more shooting the shit um i have my i have my uh second covid shot on thursday so there was part of me that was a little nervous that um Friday's show ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm on Moderna, and I think Moderna. What are we covering start. Friday? Uh, this this was what we were gonna cover. <laughs> so oh, okay. Sure. So we're not doing Friday. Uh, potentially not because uh, but maybe I, I might feel wrecked. 
yeah right or, or if i'm filling up for it um and if you guys are yeah we can rally um but until then uh i'll leave a big old question mark for uh what what's to come in the future but uh thanks y'all and uh mcu later Thank <music> you.